Hi Legends! Welcome back to the Legend Element Podcast, an inspirational podcast about everyday heroes amongst us. I'm Marketa Melounova. We'd like to give big shout out to the sponsor of this episode, to a lightweight compact dive gear AirBody, which gives you freedom to dive anytime and anywhere. For more, visit airbody.com. The legend of today's episode is the king of the air, the winner of recent kitesurfing competition Big Air Sydney 2023, a talented young Australian kiter, Ryan Parsons. We are proud to be one of the partners of this first-of-its-kind event in New South Wales. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the Legend Element podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be on here and talk with you guys. Today, we are going to talk about one of your biggest passions, kitesurfing. For those who are not sure what is going on in this sport, can you tell what is it about? Uh, so honestly, kite surfing is just um, for people that don't know. It's uh, you attach yourself to a kite, almost similar to like a paraglider, and uh, you ride your harness into the kite, and uh, you steer it, and you use your board behind the kite to kind of uh, ride behind it, almost like you're wakeboarding behind a boat. And honestly, the freedom that you have behind a kite is just outrageous. Like. You can go wherever you want, you can do it on water, you can do it on land, on snow, on a surfboard. So many different ways that you can make it your own and just having that freedom behind it once you have your gear, um, all you need to do is inflate it, there's no fuel involved, it's all, it's just, it's just unreal once you get connected off and you feel the feeling of being riding a kite. So that sounds like your answer to why do you love this sport so much? Is it the freedom it gives to you? It's it's the freedom, it's the adrenaline that it um, gives you, the fitness level, like it ticks every box, to be honest. Um, uh-huh. So many people are into it. The community in kite surfing is just unreal. Like everyone's friendly, happy to be there, stoked on what they're doing. And yeah, it's just something you've got to be a part of, that's for sure. Totally. Tell us, when did you start with kite surfing? Yeah, so I'm 22. Um, I started kiting in 2010. So I think I was about nine or 10 years old. Wow. So it's about 12 or 13 years now. Um, so I started when I was about nine or I think I was 10 because I, I went to get lessons when I was nine through a shop and they wouldn't take me through. And um, I actually had to prove on a land kite because I was so young and so light. I only weighed 35 kilos. So <laughs> I really had to prove to the shop that I had the, had the skills to um, take it on. Yeah, I was just so keen to get into it. It was something new for me at the time. I've never seen it until I saw it at the beach one day. Mm. Um, through my beginning stages, I, um, I spent obviously the full year on a, on a land kite um, and I ended up, it's a little one meter foil kite with two lines. So it just, it teaches you the wind window and where your power zones are and all that sort of stuff. It's what they use in schools to get people onto uh, kites when you go for lessons and stuff. So I had one of these and I took it every day. Every day for that year, I was on the beach after school or before school if I was up early enough. 
Um, on weekends till dark, I was at the beach every day, flying it in every sort of wind condition. <laughs> and then I got it. I got it to the point where I was riding it on my skateboard, so it was pretty much land land kiting. And then I had a rib stick, which is like a two wheel balance board, and learnt on that, and that taught me how to lean against it and all that sort of stuff in the wind, and do like toe side and. Um, just getting really creative with it. And then I actually started learning tricks before I even went to my lessons. So when I went to my lessons, like within half an hour of going through the safety systems and stuff, as soon as I got put onto an actual kite, I was I just had the kite control straight away. And um, in my first like three lessons, I was riding back and forth and my instructor was teaching me how to jump and do tricks in my lessons and yeah just instantly got hooked to it from that Mm. day so Mm. (laughs) yeah it's um I definitely once I have my mind set on something I'll do it until uh I'd want to do it until I do it so it's Mm. ever since I started I've been addicted to it and um just unreal loved it (laughs) and is there anyone who inspired you into this sport or actually what brought you into the sport so my old man was actually a windsurfer at the time. He was windsurfing for about 30 years or something like that. And I wanted to do it with him. I just wanted to be with my old man. He was always at the beach. And every day after school, I'd ride past the beach and see him there. And I was like, oh, I just want to do it with him. And then he kind of showed me kite surfing. And he said, oh, I want to get into this. You should get into it as well. And then obviously we went through that phase with the kite shop where I couldn't get lessons until I proved that I could do it. So yeah, my old man brought me into it, and yeah, we've been we've been kiting together ever since. So it's mm-hmm. it's a really really awesome thing to have with my old man. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Nowadays you can do pretty incredible tricks and jump really you. high. <laughs> Recently <laughs> you even won first place in the kiteboarding competition, Big Air Sydney 2023, organized by Kiteboarding <laughs> Australia. Tell me, how do you feel as the winner, the king of the air? <laughs> um, honestly, I'm surprised they even let me compete. It wasn't very fair on the other riders, to be honest. But no, nah, <laughs> I definitely um, I feel very privileged and um, very. I was very... Uh, excited when I was there and stuff it was a really awesome comp how they organized it and how they were running it was you couldn't have done it any better it was it was actually a really really fun comp to uh compete in that's for sure mm-hmm. um why do you feel it was not really fair just didn't feel fair you know like I've, I've been writing for been writing for a brand for about five years um on on a pro contract and um I don't know, just get winning prizes like free gear and stuff. I was just like, it's not, it's not fair, um, you know. Mm-hmm. So I ended up ended up giving my prizes away and um, yeah. gave it to someone who needed it, which was awesome. And... Yes. I wanted to give you a big shout out for this gesture. That's really amazing that you actually <laughs> gave your first prize, a kiteboard, <laughs> which is worth, I don't know, yeah. like $1,000 to much younger competitor. This is such a gesture. I don't think like many people would do that. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Like I've I've been writing for a brand for 
like I said, five years. And um, when they told me, oh, the first price is a, is a board, I was like, I really got to find someone at the comp who deserves it more than me. And I was riding with everyone all through the day. I was really like cheering people on and watching people progress and was helping people, giving like them little pointers and stuff. And then um, out of nowhere, this, this young Oliver um, mm-hmm. was out the back kiting by himself and he was uh, trying a couple of jumps and he actually got in trouble and um, got his kite tangled. And I went out there and helped him get it all untangled and got his kite back in the air and um, gave him a little bit of confidence to get in. And um, he went and fixed his lines and came back out and he was just had a smile on his face the whole time, was just loving it. And it kind of made me think of um, back in the day when I got into it, a, a brand gave me a, an encouragement award and um, sort of the similar situation. I just thought I'd just give back back to the younger generation, you know, and really help him out. So when I when I uh, called him up on stage, he was like full tears and um, couldn't like came up and gave me a big hug, and I was just like, oh, this is sick. Yeah, kiteboarding and such events, they are not only about competing and winning, it's about socializing and supporting each other in the sport, which I see. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Like I've um I've tried going around and um try to follow like some comps internationally and um I didn't enjoy it at all. And then when I was over I was in Brazil recently for a um for the world tour for kite surfing. Um when I was over there there was a, a kite academy for kids, so they like a high school and they have kiting as one of the sports. Um, and I actually went in with them for a couple of days and like kind of hung out with all the kids and helped them out as much as I could. And I was like, really, it's what I definitely want to do in the future is run run uh, clinics and stuff like that for younger kids and female riders and all that sort of stuff and just really mm-hmm. push people. So Yeah. And tell me, um, does it actually mean to be sponsored by a big brand? Um, so either a rider that wins podiums or cracks the crowd's attention. And I feel like I was, uh, mm-hmm. I've always kind of been that sort of person. I really like to show a difference in kiting and show, um, that it's not all serious in competitions and you can just go out there and have fun no matter what the day is. But yeah, riding, riding for a brand's definitely, definitely a cool experience and getting put through different situations with kiting and learning new things and testing mm-hmm. gear and all that. It's definitely, it's definitely awesome. Definitely yeah. recommend it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, this is what actually interests me. What do you get in exchange? What do you get as a reward from the sponsor? Is it new kite, new gear, or is it money? Um, <laughs> I mean, it depends what's on your contract, to be honest. You could, you could get... Um, they could send you all the way around the world to compete in all the comps or um, you could just get gear. It just really depends what sort of future you want to put yourself down and what um, what the brand wants to help you with. If they support you, they'll support you in the ways you want to go. And um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, I would have a couple of questions regarding your tops. 
or your best? Yes. What is your highest jump on kite ever? My highest jump. Yes. Um, I don't actually have it on record, like on a woo or anything, or a, one of those devices that tell you how high you jump. Because I don't mm-hmm. really, um, I don't really like to like brag. I just like to go out there and have fun and not not really care about all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have this session last year. We had this storm come through and it was blowing about forty knots and. My mate and I, we were jumping over our kites. Um, we had our kites at like 45 degrees from the water. And every time we just um, had our kites up higher and higher. And um, I just told my mate to put his kite directly at 12 o'clock. And I said, I was just going to jump over it. And um, I came off this kicker absolutely perfect and just flew easily over his kite. Um, wow. So I don't know, lines, lines are 22 meters and... You put another couple of meters on top of that from your bridles and obviously the rider holding the bar. I don't know, maybe maybe like 20, 23, 24 meters maybe. Yeah, that's um, pretty sick. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah there's definitely, I've definitely had some, some days where I've probably jumped higher, but um, you obviously can't, can't gesture off... Uh, just looking about how high you are because you always feel like you're higher than you actually are. <laughs> yeah. Next one is, what was your best session ever and why? My best session? Oh, that's a hard one because I've had so many. Yeah. <laughs> um, my best session, wow. I mean, definitely one was um, my first storm session when I was younger. <laughs> I think I think I was... I think I was four, 13 or 14 and I was only like probably 40 or 50 kilos and I was riding a seven meter and over 40 knots and it was like it was right when I was just getting into mega loops and um, doing all the rotations with mega loops and stuff and that day definitely started my uh, big air career that's for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I love the strong wind I love um being overpowered to the point where it kind of scares you, where you start snow planing and stuff. It's definitely the way I like to ride. Probably probably another one would be um, there's this local pier um, near my place up in Brisbane where I live. Um, there's this pier. It's probably like five or six metres high and then it's got light posts all the way down it and the light posts are like another couple of metres tall. And I always wanted to jump over it and there was a storm that came through. This was about probably four years ago and had this perfect um, wind direction to jump over it. And then um, I took a sick took a sick day. I was, in, I, was, um, I was working in a carpentry job uh, with an apprenticeship and I took a sick day to do it. Um, <laughs> probably, shouldn't have, probably shouldn't have done it because I lost my job over it, lost my apprenticeship Uh-oh. over it. <laughs> Because I, uh, I actually got some random person on the beach, filmed me, sent it to the news, and then I was on the news that night. My boss called me up and he was like, so what did you get up to today? And I was like, oh, not much. And he's like, oh, really? Because I just saw you jump the pier on the news. I'll see you in, in the, uh, I'll see you in my office tomorrow morning. And I was like, God, God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, that was that has to be one of my one of my top moments, and, and uh, yeah, 
And how about your worst session and why? My worst session. Yeah, I've knocked myself out a few times, that's that's for sure. I've um, quite looped in really gusty conditions and fallen upside down and landed flat on my back a couple of times. I think my worst session would have to be when I went to Perth by myself. Um, I was four, I think I was 14 or 15, um, went to Perth by myself with a crew for two weeks. Um, and we're riding this spot at Lancelin. Uh, there's a reef out off the coast uh, mm-hmm. where the surf is. And yeah. I was out in the surf having having a good time. And then I dropped my kite in the surf and it, uh, it just tangled my lines and I couldn't relaunch my kite. And then my kite ended up getting ripped in the wave. Um, and I had to do a self-rescue. And I drifted all the way down this beach. It was probably, I think I drifted like two or three k's down this beach. Um, And I couldn't uh, get picked up by a car because it was like mangroves all the way down the edge of this beach. So I had to walk all the way back with my gear and through like knee-deep water the whole way back. It took hours. Mm. And that was definitely, definitely my worst session. That was horrible. (laughs) Yeah, and Western Australia is also very well known for sharks in the water. (laughs) Yeah. Did it worry you? you don't want to be thinking about those when you're when you're in the water like that, mm. treading water, trying to do a self rescue, and yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't go for me anyway. They would, I would be the last one they'll go for. They'd just use me as a toothpick to clean out their teeth, you know. <laughs> and but, uh, how about your funniest session? Pick one. My funniest. Yes. Um. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few. Um. I think we did a. We did a, a Santa day. We were all dressed up in Santa costumes and uh, kited and raised some mm-hmm. money for a hospital or something. I can't remember what um, who we were raising money for too long ago. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but we were all dressed up as Santa and um, we're kiting on uh, Brighton Beach in uh, Queensland. And um, my mate and I, we were kiting along and I picked him up and put him on my shoulders and we were kiting along while he was on my shoulders and a gust of wind picked him up off my shoulders <laughs> and he went all the way up my center lines and got flicked off halfway up. It was honestly the funniest thing I think I've ever, ever witnessed in my life. It was just, he was on my shoulders one minute and then I look again and he's halfway up my lines, just like the um, the lines going on the inside of his legs. I was just wow. kissing myself. It was so funny. But yeah, we Honestly, almost every day has a funny situation. It's just the beauty of out kiting. It's just just watching someone crash can be the funniest thing you can see or you feel yourself crash and you think about how you crashed and it's just you end up cracking up yourself. And, yeah, it's just a lot of fun and a lot of laughs and a lot mm. of years. And <laughs> it's awesome. And, Ryan, what is your best place where you love to go kiting? Mm. Um, let's stay in Australia probably either the sunny coast or the sunshine coast um, Caloundra mm-hmm. when when that spot is on it is on like you have not anymore the way the beach used to be they used to have like a five or six knot current on an outgoing tide so you get this ripping current going out and then you get 30 knots blowing against the current <laughs> and it was honestly the the best 
spot for big air. You could come in so hot into this little pocket um, mm. and you get this huge updraft off these trees and you just come so fast into this pocket and this sandy kite in it and you just you just go so high and you'd be able to do kite loops and stuff. Mm. And so, yeah, Sun, Sunshine Coast is definitely up there with... Uh, up there with one of my favorite spots mm-hmm. and if it's not if it's not there then it's definitely um early beach uh, out in the wet sundays we went on this sailing trip and uh stayed on a boat for a week and you kited out, was, um, out of the boat yeah 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 so we we um we inflated on the boat and did our lines on the boat and launched from the boat and i did some foiling around the boat which was sick And then other times we were just parking up on um, abandoned islands and stuff and it was just unreal just how blue the water is up there and, like, the beaches aren't even sandy. They're just, like, um, they're just shells, mm. just beaches you'll never see ever. And you can only get there by sailboat or by boat or it's um, it's it's a bit of a hike to get out there, but it's it's 100% worth it when you get there. Mm. Ryan? Well, maybe someone is listening to us who you inspired to start with kiteboarding too. What would you suggest oh, def- on how to start with this adrenaline sport? I mean, I definitely recommend it if you want a sport that you can do anywhere in the world, whether it's on the water or on the snow, on land. If you're looking for a sport that you don't need anything once you got the gear, like all you need is your pump and you just pump your kite up, put your lines on, launch it and go. Honestly, it's the sport you need. The community, obviously, is um, just unreal. Like, everyone's got good vibes and always happy and love and life and all that. If you want to get into it, go to your local kite shop. Can't can't stress more to push people to go get lessons because um, it is, if you don't know how to control a kite and you don't get lessons, it honestly is quite dangerous. But we've got safety systems. Just everything is safe once you learn how to use it. And you don't really know until you actually get lessons. And mm-hmm. um, I've just gone into instructing. I'm actually instructing myself. I'm doing my time to uh, end up being a coach in some part in the f- in the near future to uh, do clinics and stuff, uh, progression lessons and all that sort of stuff. And the amount of people that I've met that barely know how to use their own safety systems and do self-rescues and all that sort of stuff is mind-blowing. So if you want to get into it, definitely contact your local um, kite shop and check it out, watch some videos and, yeah, mm. get, get a hold of someone who can do lessons for you. Amazing. Grant, thanks for the message. That's really awesome. We are legend elements, so I would like to ask you about your legends. Who is your legend who you know in person and why? Honestly, it'd have to be my old man. If it wasn't for my old man, I wouldn't be a kite surfer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I'd be um, if it wasn't for kiting. I have no idea. I'd probably be playing music or something like that, or I was very serious into my golf when I was younger. Um, so I'd probably be competing on the golf tour, probably. But <laughs> yeah, kiting, kiting's just um, changed my life, that's for sure. And um, if it wasn't for my old man, I wouldn't be into it. So it'd have to be him. Very, very good role model he is. <laughs> 
Ryan, thank you so much for the fun and inspirational interview and we wish you all the best of luck in your kitesurfing journey and achieving your goals. No, that's awesome. Thank you for having me. I really, I love, um, love inspiring people and um, helping as much as I can and getting on chats and stuff. I love it. I love it. Thank you for having me. Big thanks belong also to our listeners. Today we were talking to the Australian kitesurfer Ryan Parsons. We hope that we brought you some inspiration. You can support us by becoming our patron and our legend at patreon.com. And finally, we'd like to say huge thank you to the sponsors of today's episode, to the tankless dive gear Airbody. You can find them at airbody.com. 